The Scene on Screen podcast presents Three Men in a Meeple. Are you interested in playing games that don't appear on a screen? Well, that's why we're here. Join David, Sean, and Owen while they talk about all things tabletop. Now pass the dice, because our next turn starts now. Welcome, welcome to the second last episode of Three Men in a Meeple for this calendar 2021 year it's going to be different because we're talking about all things christmas holidays and just gift guides galore of course you've got myself you've got david yo and our good friend owen hello well we we don't know if he's i'm a good friend we're going to talk about the naughty or nice list and we'll see if owen's on that i'm on that list Uh, he did listen to our show however I will say, um, I never got the gift in the mail. He said it's, your gifts on, are in the mail. It's uh-huh. on its way. Yeah. It's on its way. You know, supply chain issues or whatever. So did Don't you worry. Did, did you get David a shiny pearl or a diamond? Uh, a polished turd. Uh, so the gift definitely isn't coming. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what's up? It's been a few weeks. I'm so glad we're here. I'm glad we're going to be talking about all the things or all the games that we want or people should be asking for. But more importantly, how are you? All right. Yeah. That's it. Owen's <laughs> all right. I guess that's the show. I'm all right. Thank that's you guys show. for listening. And, uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, thank you, everybody. One. Yeah, have a good one. Um, no, I'm good. Um, I went a little, little crazy the other day and I got a new board game shelf. So next to my five by five Calyx is a three by four Calyx. And across from that are my two, two by four Calyx. And they're all full of games. <laughs> Removing our regular sponsor of Twilight Imperium. We welcome Ikea. Oh, you Hi, did it. Calyx. You said Twilight Imperium before, <laughs> before <laughs> Owen did. That's right. Thank you. I was, hey. I was hoping it wouldn't be me this time. Uh, if there's ever an opportunity to make the joke, I will. And hey, last episode of Seen on Screen also had a Twilight Imperium <laughs> reference. So, yeah, every episode, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but we always like it always comes up, and then that's just me talking about it because I want to talk about it to somebody and you know whoever's listening. If if I were to make a bingo square or for meeples, I would just say. There, like the bottom right corner would be Owen says Twilight Imperium is such a good game. Yep, that's solid. But you know, now you are you're saying it more than I am this episode. So I'm not even going to try to say it this episode at all. That, that was tacks. my goal. So you don't want people to get that for Christmas? Okay, cool. <laughs> I have actually determined that that game, which I will not mention, is a curse put upon me by some horrible witch. And I am like forever, like it's just always in my mind, and you know, I'm always playing it now. Uh, what what are you always playing? I'm I'm not saying it. You can't make um, me. I can't, but I will try and try. I will. Um, I did see both of you guys bought the same board game, and to your surprise, both of them came out what, or the same game came out what two months earlier than anticipated. Yeah, so I was so shocked to see it on the uh, on the shelves, and that game that you're mentioning is the horrified American Monsters, and yeah, I, I haven't seen it anywhere else, but it was at Chapters for some reason. So I don't know if they have some like distribution thing with them, but it's out, and it's that's where it was. <laughs> 
Kind yeah, of reminds I, me I of... wasn't I wasn't gonna buy it, but then I was there and they had like twenty percent off all their board games. So oh, for I like had, Black well, Friday, right? Yeah, or it's twenty percent off like everything. Yeah, I was there the other day and I saved so much money Christmas shopping. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, I, I find it interesting that this this game has kind of like snuck its way into Canada earlier than anticipated. But it kind of reminds me of like all the times Walmart accidentally releases stuff early. Yeah, but was it accidental? I don't know. Like it makes sense for them to get it out before the holidays as quickly as possible. I mean, it would have made more sense releasing it in October. That is also true. If they would have got it out before Halloween. Oof. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just Googling it to see if it's available right now anywhere else. Yeah, because um, yeah, I've been to a few board game stores recently and I haven't seen I haven't seen it out. The only place I've seen it is at chapters like Indigo. Uh, board Game Geek now has it as released in 2021. So that's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think actually it uh, might have had like an earlier release than January. Because mm. um, I looked it up and I saw that it was uh, being listed on a few online retailers. Mind you, they w- weren't in stock. So could it be this season's hottest board game? Uh, I think it is actually. Like Horrified did so well. Uh it makes sense that this will also do very well. It does make sense. Did you guys get up to to anything else over the last few weeks or just kind of that casual buying Ikea, playing board games? Uh, <laughs> picked up uh, Battlefield 2042, so that's all oh, I've you been doing. you did. You yeah. did buy that. I did buy it, and it's awesome. You bought it before it. we did. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge uh, Battlefield fan. Oh well, you'll have to play it with us sometimes. Well, he got he got it on PlayStation, so you'll actually no, it's cross cross platform. It's cross platform or cross play, yeah. So we could we maybe be, maybe able to play. Let's squad up. No more Squ- board games now. Squ- it's- squirt up. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of board games, which this show is all about, I went <laughs> to a board game cafe last week, and it was an interesting experience. Nice. So I checked out Games on Tap in Waterloo. And it, it was, uh, it honestly looked like Owen's basement, but it's gay. <laughs> so just calyxes everywhere. The games were very well labeled, although I sent a picture to David and he thought I went to Value Village. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, um, the, the thing I will say is that, like it was very well organized. So you could find team play games. You could play competitive games, strategic games, fun games, um, deck builders. They were all kind of like organized throughout the wall. Um, but we showed up at an awkward time. So there was like a general trivia that started right at eight o'clock and we had no idea. Like we knew on their website that there was a trivia, but we didn't know how big the space was or anything. So we didn't really think anything of it. So we start playing this game of pandemic and you know, when you haven't played a game for so long that you forget how to play. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like every game. Yeah. yeah we, well, in, in your case, yeah, you, you, David, almost all games except board games, apparently. Um, Sorry, Owen, for for those episodes that you definitely miss. To David is to buy a game, play it for what did we determine? Ten minutes, and then no, not play it again you for keep like saying ten minutes. It's like an hour. Okay, play a game for an hour and then not play it again for a long time. Only because only because life gets in the I, way. Yeah, I, I David board games all the time. I play it once, put it on the shelf, never play it again. 
That's so sad. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we had the guy kind of re-explain Pandemic to us because our two friends didn't know how to play. And we lost on turn five. Oh, my God. <laughs> turn five. Did you have, like, every one of the Outbreak cards in the deck? Did you, like, take some uh, of them out at least? No, we played f- uh, with four, which is, like, the game on Beginner. Okay. And it just, we just happened to pull an Outbreak on, like, turn four. Oof. And then we reshuffled in the cards. And, of course, an Outbreak spread to an Outbreak. And we we ran out of like the red pieces and the game ends once one of the viruses is fully distributed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So that happened. And then we played the other game and we won, but we started playing this trivia while we were doing it. And it's incredible how bad you can be at trivia when you're doing something else. So you signed up for trivia and played a board game at the same time. There was a card on the table. So we filled it out. It that's, just- <laughs> that's impossible. What you've tried to do is an impossible thing. Yeah, so we played the trivia game and went into the final Jeopardy question in last place. And then while we were doing that, we were also playing What's Mine Like? Or What's Yours Like? You know, the the party game where you go around the table and be like, mine's big. What? What? I have not heard of this. (laughs) Okay, so uh, everybody at the table gets to see an item on a card. And then there's a guesser. And you're supposed to take turns, like giving clues, saying "mine's this, mine's that." So it could be like keys, Uh, be like "mine's hard," okay, "mine's jagged," "mine's bronze," that kind of stuff. A penis. That's that's where it almost (laughs) always exclusively goes. Um, (laughs) So we're playing that while we're doing the final Jeopardy, and I say to my table jokingly because we found out we were in last. I was like. We should bet everything but 69 points just so we can end the game with 69 points. And everybody's like, yeah, nice. Turns out the trivia people there cared a lot. And every single person, including our team, bet the farm. So we could have technically won. If you got that question right. (laughs) No, if we we just bet everything but 69 points. Right. And it would have been a monumental win because nice. But. Go check them out if you're in the KW Waterloo area. There's a lot of board games bars here. Um, David, this is right beside your favorite place, J&J's. It's like right down the street. Oh, maybe we'll check it out like board game before I leave to the maybe Great White perhaps. North. You're going to the Great White North. Yeah. Um, this saddens me that we just discovered this place, though. I'm sorry. Because I, unlike all of y'all... Have not been playing any board games. You've been busy, man. It's understandable. I've been packing my board games up. No, that's the worst. The <laughs> worst thing in the world is about having a board game collection, like a large board game collection, is moving. It's almost like just yeah, how many um how many boxes when you moved? How many boxes of board yeah, games did you was, have? It was fifty percent of the boxes or more was just boxes of board games. I think there was at least like ten big boxes of board games. And it was funny because when we were moving in, like we moved out, we got everything in the truck and brought it back to London and we're moving everything in and everybody was like, oh, where does this box go? I'm like, oh, it's full of board games. It goes in the basement. And we was like, where is this box? Oh, that one's full of board games. They go in the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And our basement was just full of boxes and it took forever to unpack. I'm at, uh, I'm at 17 boxes right now. 
Holy Damn. crap. <laughs> and this is the worst because you can only fit like three or four board games in a box. I know. Maybe. Well, the thing is I was using some of like the medium sized like shipping boxes, like standard shipping boxes, but I was finding that they ended up were, were getting like way too heavy. Yeah. Like to safely move them. And because uh, w- when we when we get to our destination, there's only just going to be me and uh, she who shall not be named moving right. stuff. So I know that it's just eventually just going to be me. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I, I told say, you, you're not going to just make her, make her move them all. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I have I think four or five of the like medium sized boxes. And then the rest are like the smaller sized boxes, but like they still fit like four or five board games in there, but still I'm at 17. And I just remembered that I have a bag of <laughs> board games at your house. Um, and I still have a bunch at my parents' place and my, my apartment that I still have to pack up. I think I'm going to be easily at, at 20 boxes. Oh my God, man. Why you, why are you never leaving games at my house? Um, because you buy the ones that I bring over anyway. So this is true. <laughs> uh, it's funny because uh, most right now most of the boxes in our apartment that are packed up are board games, and I was told that I have a problem. Yeah, and uh, I, I got like, told. See, she's like, "See, look, this is what you have a problem. This is you need to stop." You know, I'm like Angela. I don't have a problem. <laughs> I can stop anytime. I'm that's, in complete control of myself. That's what someone with a problem would say. <laughs> yeah, just say you don't go to meetings and move on with your life. As I start like s- scratching at my skin uncontrollably. Yeah, I go to meetings. I go to board game meetings where we play board games. <laughs> Have you ever been to board game Palooza? Yeah, I go there. Yeah, so it's called I was, my basement. I was pretty good though because uh, we just passed Black Friday. Yep. And uh, there was a bunch of bunch of sales going on for for board games in Canada, hmm. and I had a whole bunch of things in my shopping cart. <laughs> like you just didn't do it. Like Proud four, of you. like three or four games, and uh, congratulations! I like, no, I buddy. Well, I was I was hoping that like um, well, you know how board game bliss you can uh, place your order on hold, right? Oh, right. Like regularly, but during their like. Christmas and Boxing Day stuff, they usually just, they, well, they turn that feature off. So mm-hmm. I was hoping that, that I could sense. just like order stuff and then just hold it so that it didn't ship until we ended up getting to our new house. But uh, that wouldn't be the case. So I would have to get them to mail it towards me. And then it's like, ah, uh, you should probably spend that money on more important things. Yeah. You got some other stuff to spend your money on. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But uh, yeah, we're definitely gonna have to um, add another Calyx shelf to the to the collection once we is get. There an IKEA? Is there an IKEA? Is there an IKEA up there? Yeah. So for <laughs> anyone anyone who uh, is like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I'm moving up to uh, Northern Ontario, uh, but closer to Winnipeg. So Winnipeg is about a two hour drive from where we are, and there is an IKEA. I think there's two, oh, okay. there two IKEAs in uh, Winnipeg. Right. I just there's keep a, There's like three Costco's in Winnipeg too. Dude, he has to drive oh, two go. hours to get to anything. It's brutal. Not well, really. Like, no, like they got a Walmart and a Canadian Tire and a Dollarama, a bunch of grocery yeah. stores. There's a movie theater. Like you know, there's the stuff that people need. But like, people aren't going to IKEA every weekend. 
Some people are. Well, if you work there, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I drove two hours to go to an Ikea, so it makes sense, right? Well, like if we, well, That's where right. we live from, it's right now, it's a two hours to Ikea, right? That's right. I guess, yeah. It's still about <laughs> an hour for you, Alan. Or, <laughs> um, isn't it an hour for you? Uh, to get to Burlington's about an hour, yeah. Yeah, so. I could also get to Vaughn in an hour, so it's it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I just keep imagining you in the middle of nowhere, but I guess you're not. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, live, no I... I live in the middle of like most things. So what you got to do is when you get up there, you got to like start a Facebook group to be like, hey, anybody playing playing board games around here? Right. Yeah. I'm going to have yeah, to start like a... Pete shows up. Hey, man. <laughs> you you, you, you want to play some Yahtzee? Yo, you guys like board games? <laughs> hey, you want to buy some board games? What's on? Why is your jacket like? How do you get a jacket so big to hold all those board games? Hey, oh, I, I thought a, you wanted Coke. I got, a, <laughs> I got a great deal on Gloomhaven. Come on, man, buy it. My back's killing me. Yeah, <laughs> this game's too big. Speaking of buying games, yep, it's that time of year. It is to, to buy games for other people. No. I only, only buy games for myself and my wife. I guess that's buying games for somebody yeah, else. Yeah, Owen is not getting any presents from us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't no. expect them. But I'm going to no. put your gift under my tree to Owen from Sean. And then yeah. I'm going to open it. But I can't believe you bought me this game. You know what? Dude? You should do that. <laughs> Don't you mean to Sean from Owen? No, no. Your, like you're going to no, buy yourself like a present? Stealing, it's, it's like oh. stealing a present. Yeah, I would Grinch it up. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. You bastard. Well, we don't need that kind of oh, foul sorry, language. Sorry. Don't want to get on Santa's naughty list. Yeah, you're the, that uh, that little meter there, the naughty <laughs> nice meter, if you think of like, a, if you can imagine like an analog l- line thing, you know what I'm talking mm. about. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's starting to waver. Oh, it's starting no. to go to the naughty side for you, Owen. I'm on the the bad friend list. I'm on the on the naughty list. It's all yeah. going to hell. Yeah, yeah. So, board games at Christmas, mm. holidays. Come on, now we're sorry, uh, holidays, right? Sorry. Although it's yes. primarily the 25th. Well, December. yeah, we're we're recording <laughs> this episode a few days into Hanukkah already. Yeah, I and isn't part of Hanukkah like they, they get a gift like. Every day for like a week. Yeah. So um, maybe if you're lucky, you've you've heard this episode and somebody heard a gift idea and uh, gets you one for like day seven or eight. There you go. Yeah, we're we're here to help. We're just we're we're just out here trying we're to for give the, the people. Good people. <laughs> just giving the good people some board games. <laughs> we're for the people. Try and vote for us for what I've heard. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, okay. So what games would you suggest? I uh, I was looking at a game the other day, and I, I thought it was kind of cool looking. It was what do you called, got? It was called Cultivate. Cultivate. Ooh, okay. Let me just quickly pull it up. Is, it, is a, it looks like a little bit of a deck builder kind of game, game, I guess. It is a, a take that pattern building game from Pops and Bijou Games. Play as a cult leader working to fill your compound with followers to help you carry out your agenda. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Mm. I'm yeah, like, it's like a, a party game, right? 
Yeah, I saw it on TikTok, believe it or not. Interesting. Uh, I like the art style. It's very, um, very kind of retro. Would that be like seven? Not seventies. Yeah, kind of. The art style looks really actually cool. Um, but is that like is that a Christmassy like? Well, I guess this isn't just a Christmassy theme game. It's just a game that you want. Yeah, this it's is not a like, game that, that Sean would want. It's not like I sit there every Christmas and I'm like, you know what? Mom, Dad, can you uh, can you get me a Santa suit? Because Christmas gifts are supposed to be Christmas themed. <laughs> and they're like, okay, and that, that's my fifth Santa suit, but it's because I can't think of anything else. That and snowmen. Hmm. That looks pretty good. Um, I thought you'd like that. That's a good way to start the show, or start start the gift guide. Yeah, you know what is kind of like. Is it like kind of like a secret Hitler kind of vibe or let's see. It looks a little more um, family friendly, even though it's about cults. Yeah. You know, investigator. Are all all cults bad? I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. One of the characters is actually a drifter. Right. (laughs) Celebrity, activist, politician, scientist. Okay. I'm into it. I'm I'm liking it. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do some uh, further investigation into this game because it actually looks a lot of fun. Look, looks like a lot of fun. I it say. looks like it could be a, a stocking stuffer, right? Yeah, and that's a big thing I think for um, the people. I was actually thinking about is stocking stuffers. Nice small games that you could, you know, not expensive. They, you know, you. Put them in the stocking. Boom. You got a little game. You open up. Oh, cool. You know, it'd be fun. Hey, David and I got the best stocking stuffers last year for $2. Regular price, 17 It's a little old game called Pass the Pigs. Oh, yeah. Love that was great. Pass the Pigs. Oh, my God. I remember playing that as a kid. The weirdest game. I haven't played it in forever, but I would love to play it again. It's just like kind of Yahtzee, but you throw pigs. Yeah. That's all you do, need. Do you remember the game Weeds? I don't. You were like building a drug empire. It was a card game. And I remember playing it in high school thinking it was like the coolest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> maybe it was. Oh, no, it was called Grass. Uh, I think. Grass game. Yeah. So it was called Grass. I'm fairly sure. But you like your job was to um, to build your drug empire. Okay. Yeah, it was just it was a terrible game to play in high school, but we somehow played it. <laughs> nice. Lots of lots of little deck builders are good for stocking stuffers. I know a really popular one this year is Star Realms. Star, oh, Star Realms is it's a lot of fun. It's been around for quite a while and mm-hmm. it did win a lot of awards. I have a copy of it myself. And it's um kind of an interesting mix between like a deck builder and a magic the gathering kind of style game where you know it's one versus one. And you're using, um, you know, you're you're building an optimized deck to uh, to play out ships and stuff and, and and win fights, and you're trying to destroy other people's bases. It's fun, but it's like too math intensive. It's very like I, I have the mobile app, and my god, um, I when I played, I'm like I would never be able to figure out all these interactions in my head where I'm just like counting out. Okay, I do damage to this, and then this, and I tap this, and this does this, and it is. 
that is not a beginner game. That's like if you're uh, familiar with games like Magic or deck builders in general, like maybe that's a good game. But that that's more of an experienced gamer uh, gift. If you're giving a gift to somebody who's like a casual gamer and you want to do a stocking stuffer, maybe give them like something like Flux or um, uh, maybe like an escape room game or something like that. What about a Monopoly deal? Oh, is that the card game? Yeah, it's just fast-paced flipping cards. Ooh, I actually have not played that either, uh, but that would be good. Interesting. Um, yeah, and like for me, God, I, I don't know. Like, I was thinking about it. Like, what games would I want to see under the under the tree this year? And um, I was looking at my collection. I'm like, damn, I don't need any more. <laughs> I don't need more games. I need more. I need more Calac shelves. I'll take some more Calac shelves, please. Yeah, but if uh, I if I was like, here's a hundred dollars for you, go buy a game. You'd be like, okay, here's three. Yeah. Um, one game I kind of want to get is what I have. Uh, I think there's two or three, or maybe even four of the Sherlock Holmes consulting detective games. I think David, you've played one before, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. They're super tough though. Yeah, they're so they make hard. you feel really dumb. Yeah, they they really do. Um, you know that that's fun, I guess. Uh, I'm missing one of them. I forget which one it is, but I, I'm trying to look at my shelf. It's all a mess right now because of I did a whole bunch of reorganization. But I'm missing one of them, and I would love to have it uh, so I can have them all together just on my shelf, um, and you know, eventually play it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah, they are a lot of fun. Um, the general basis is you play i forget what it's called it's like the rat pack or whatever uh which is a group of um well you're just like a a new um apprentice to um right to sherlock and you're trying to solve you're trying to solve the case um either like at this like at the same amount of time or better than sherlock holmes would solve it so you get a big map and you get a book of uh a directory of all these locations and you go around and you you inquire about a case and Mm -hmm. eventually you know you'll solve it and you kind of um what are you subtract the amount of turns that you did with with some other stuff like if you actually solved it or you got certain things right then you can every time you do an act every time you do an action you you lose points you you right yeah and then yeah you compare it to sherlock holmes like how many turns or actions it would take him to do it and then that's your score and my god every time i'm like how did we do this badly <laughs> it's like sherlock holmes beat this case in like six turns and it took you like 85 and i'm like holy crap <laughs> mm-hmm. well it's like it's funny because we played one round or one game and it took us i don't know maybe two hours and uh we were so confused, right? We were asking all these questions, trying to figure stuff. Things were sending us in like a circle. We thought it was one guy and then turned out that uh, something like he said something and we're like, oh, it couldn't be him. Why not? And then we uh, tried to figure out, like we tried to guess and we looked at the answer and we were completely wrong. It was the other guy that we thought it was, but for a completely different reason. Right. And then it's like, yeah, Sherlock Holmes figured this out in uh, three steps. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And you're <laughs> like, it took me 15 and I still got it wrong. Yeah. Okay, this is actually embarrassing. But the first time we played it, it took me and my wife two days. <laughs> we were like, 
we like started after work one day at let's say like six or seven. So we, and we played for a few hours and we're like, you know what? Pack it up. I'm going to bed and we'll get back at this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's terrible, but it, it's so much fun. And the, the artwork and the level of detail in the game and the writing is so excellent that it really draws you in and it really makes you want to like just, you know, search the city for clues and, and, and actually like talk to the people. It's a lot of fun. So uh, that's one game that I'd like under my, uh, under my Christmas tree. I, I regrettably don't remember the name of this game, but it, it, it appeared like a where's Waldo type of game, but it was a party game where you have a bunch of clues and you, um, you put this, like this big map of this whole cityscape kind of thing down on the, on your table and you with your team um, tries to find the person based on the clues. And it's similar to what you guys are kind of explaining now. And David, I don't know if you remember, but there was also a switch game kind of like that as well coming out where it was all where's Waldo. We kind of saw hmm. the crime. So you guys just jogged my memory that way. Oh, well, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? No, no, no. It's it's literally like a Waldo style game, but like the characters move. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. I can't uh, remember what it's called though. I'm so sorry. It just kind of popped into my head. Can't believe you. Can't believe you do this to us. I know. I'm so sorry. What about um any other stocking stuffers before we go to the main course? Um so I uh, I have um, what is it called the Ultra Tiny Epic Galaxies and Ultra Tiny Epic um, Quest. They actually just have them here. Just have a, a peek. Who are they by? They make the um, the Tiny Epic games from uh, Gamelin Games, mm-hmm. and they make this the series of small games that are like and you know, small, small boxes and whatnot, but they have these very, very extra small ones that are essentially board games that are packed into the side of like a, a deck of playing cards. Um, so very, you know, very easy to fit into a stocking. I think they're generally inexpensive, uh, like maybe about 20 bucks. Like less than that, I think. Yeah. And they are like, essentially the full version of a board game just mm-hmm. packed into a very, very small size. And like, it's amazing that they can fit. Cause a lot of these games have, you know, like uh, wooden tokens and, and little kind of markers and maples and stuff like that. And they managed to get everything literally into a deck of card size. Yeah. With um, I really love it with tiny Epic quest. So what they do is everybody gets a player character. So like, you know, uh, I don't even, I don't remember what the player character, they're all different, not like not races, but they're all different, you know, characters. And on the mm-hmm. back of the ones you don't use are the actual playing board. So whatever, you know, you don't pick gets flipped and is now the board. That's very interesting. I love the way they did that design. You know, good use oh, of yeah, space. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one, it's not as tiny, but something like um, exploding kittens or, um, Oh, those are fun games. What's the unicorn one? Unstable unicorns. Unstable unicorns. unicorns. You know, yep. like they're all like kind of small games that are good little party games that can fit into a stocking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I like is um, by, uh, I think it's called Oink Games. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're, they're usually small games and they just, 
the titles are all in Japanese. Um, so I have a fake artist goes to New York. There's um, oh God. there's one on about diving. So you're in a in a submarine and you're trying to uh, go out to get treasure. And the farther you go out, the more treasure you'll get. But you'll run you'll run the risk of running out of air on your way back. Um, but yeah, fake artist goes to New York is a lot of fun too. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, with Fake Artists Goes to New York, you're essentially trying to pick out, it's a party game, you're trying to pick out who is the fake artist. So one person writes on a card something. So you could say lobster or whatever, just anything. And everybody is allowed to draw two lines. Everybody, um, everybody who's the real artist knows what the thing is, but the person who's the fake artist does not. So everybody has to pick out who is the fake artist in the group. So everybody's drawing like everybody's drawing like one line and try like starting to draw this thing with the person who doesn't know is like, I don't know what the hell this is. And they're just drawing random squibbles, right? So you're you know, if you're a good if you're a good faker, you're able to kind of catch on. Interesting. Yeah. Um I think I've played it a couple of times and it's always a lot of fun. And honestly, like with this game, with the um, you kind of rude to say, we don't even really need to buy it. I think you can even just print and play it if you go check it out on on Board Game Geek. All you oh. need is some markers and paper. Okay, well, that's not a Christmas present. You can just print it off. Yeah. Well, hey, what if you're on a budget? What if you're like, you know, you got a secret Santa thing going on, and your budget is like a buck? <laughs> I mean, oh, I go, I go buy. I some do not want to be your store. secret Santa. <laughs> Should, should we do a, a secret Santa for all? <laughs> the three of us? Well, no. We should just like <laughs> get as many people as we can, develop our own Reddit secret Santa for board games, and just have a sweet, awesome time. Well, you know that there is the board game geek secret Santa, right? Well, now I do. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. It's, it's now instead of, us, instead of us having to put all the time and effort to try and plan the logistics of that, let us, someone else do it. That sounds kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David already has enough planning and logistics to do in his life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's doing his thing. All right. So, what what about some of the big hitters? Like, this is the one you really want, and you're like, you've asked your significant other, or your parents, or your friends, like, guys, I really want this game. I want Fireball Island. Is that what you want? You want Fireball no. Island? No, but I, <laughs> I, I think that's sorry. what he wants. I think he's Fireball, Fireball Island is a pretty good game. Yeah. So the only reason I bring up Fireball Island is I saw a video a long time ago where this guy did up his entire living room with all the expansions. Nice. And when like the volcano went off, like flashing lights would happen and you have sounds and all that stuff. That is a that is a passionate Fireball Island fan. You know what? I give them I give them props. Good good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like that. That's one person who's like, no, this is the one board game. They have one board game in their collection, and they just dedicate themselves to it. <laughs> you just go over his house. It's like, I guess we're playing Fireball Island again. You like bring another game. You're like, hey man, do you want to like try a different game? He like slaps it out of your hand. And he's like, sit down. We're playing Fireball Island. <laughs> I, I've heard that's what it's like to go over to your house for games with a specific game. With me. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't there a game that you always like force on people and you're like, you can't leave my house until you play this game? It's probably Dark Man. Damn it. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. 
blast. Yeah, next time, buddy. Next time. Um, no, the only game I think I'd ask for, and this is going to be a not favorable one for David, and I kind of regret not buying it, but the 3D Catan board. Oh my god, that's I mean, so like expensive. I wouldn't be mad if you bought it. Have Have you seen this thing, Owen? It is incredible. Yeah, yeah I saw. Um, yeah, I saw a copy of it. It's like two hundred, three hundred dollars. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> I don't I don't need it, but that would be like something I would be like, oh, you know, if you're gonna go out of your way to buy a game, then I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> someone's it sounds like, you know what what you need and what I'm gonna buy you is a two hundred dollar version of Catan. I'd be like, Can you just spend two hundred more dollars and get me a PlayStation, please? Yeah, pretty much. And you can like buy me like the digital version or whatever. Since like Catan is free on your phone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still a pretty big fan of Catan. Not going to lie. We got to still play Catan. We haven't done that yet. And I'm, that kind of bums me out. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, leave that for the new year. Hey, for sure. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> over the Christmas holiday, or sorry, over the holidays. <laughs> over the holiday holidays. Over the holiday holidays. We can like do a, a rage filled game of Catan where we, oh, yeah. you know. Well, D- David will have no games out, so we can only use his laptop. So it's fine. Um, I just sent you guys a link to a game, the, this game called Hidden Folks. It kind of looks like this, but it's a board game, and I'm trying to find more from it. Right, let's have a let's have it's a, a black and white kind of drawing game. Oh, and, and this, this is going to drive me absolutely insane. Oh snap! Till I figure it out, but it looks really cool. Okay, interesting. So yeah, it does look like a. The idea behind Hidden Folks is that it's something of an interactive Where's Waldo type game where you have to play with the environment in order to find different characters. The hmm. challenge comes in th- from the game being monochrome and a very busy world, so you have to look carefully. And I feel like this would hurt my eyes after a while. Yeah, it's very line line art-like where, um, yeah, it would be very... It's visually overstimulating with like no color involved. But, but yeah. it would be very challenging. It looks very cool. It, it kind of reminds me of a Switch title that also is coming out soon, but I forget. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of other games that would be big sellers this Christmas or holiday season. Um, got it. We're still talking about board games, right? Well, yeah, I guess that, so. <laughs> that, that was a tep- uh, type of board game, yes. Um, there's a few few that uh, were out on Kickstarter that have come to uh, retail uh, recently. Uh, one that I got called uh, Cascadia, mm, and okay. it's a it's a four X game. You're essentially building a uh, ecosystem of the Northwest United States or something like that, or nor- like Northwest North America. Mm. Hold on. Pacific Northwest, that's what it is. <laughs> so <laughs> North North America, Canada, United States, and uh, you're you're kind of building an ecosystem, and you have to lay tiles, and and uh, you get points by placing animals and doing stuff like that. Uh, it was a Kickstarter. It was actually pretty cheap. I think uh, on Kickstarter, I got it for twenty five bucks. Nice. So it might be a little more expensive in retail, but uh, it probably will be end up being cheaper. Also, because that's usually what happens. But uh, yeah, like th- that's a pretty fun game, especially if for for something that's a little lighter. Right. Um, a lot of four X games can be pretty heavy. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of strategy wars. 
Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of thinking involved. Yeah. Rules to read. Kind of think of uh, like Terraforming Mars. That's like a four X game. Kind of to an extent, right? Like it's that yeah. tile lane, like uh, um, mm. area control game. Um, right. Very so similar to that. So it does require some strategy, but uh, for someone who also is really into the great outdoors, uh, right. something like this might be pretty good too. Very cool. I love the great outdoors. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I I overheard a convert. Or sorry, go ahead, Owen. I was just thinking that uh, uh, it'd be nice to get some more of the Everdell expansions. Oh, yeah. I'm missing two. You're missing two, huh? I'm missing the two most recent ones that have, um, well, they were on Kickstarter. And I'm currently on a little, um, I'm I'm, I'm in a conundrum. (laughs) Because... The I pledged like a dollar so that right. I could get access to the to the pledge manager, right? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this was before I was moving, but we really do like Everdell. Like, and I have all the expansions, and they're a lot of fun. And well, like you guys have all played it. Everdell's, I don't know, it's, it's a that's a great game. Yeah, solid. So I I can get the expansions and some of the special Kickstarter bonus stuff. But it still ended up costing me like a hundred bucks, right? For the two expansions and, and some other stuff. So I'm like, uh, this is like, why is why are all the uh, Kickstarter board game campaigns like they're they're closing now, <laughs> right? Hmm. So, but uh, that's definitely like even just the base game of Everdell. I know you oh. have it, but if someone hasn't played it, that's also like a great game to to give to someone. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it it's not super heavy. Like the characters are great, great art, good like just a good game in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great gift to give somebody if they're um, uh, you know, maybe a little new into board games. Uh, you know, a little deep into board games. Yeah, I liked Everdell. That's fun. Yeah, it's a good one. No, I was gonna I was gonna say I overheard a conversation while I was at a board game store. And they said that one of the hottest sellers this season is not going to be your typical card games, like your, your code names or your cards against whatever's and every iteration possible. It's the Funkoverse games that they're having a hard time keeping on the shelves. Really? Yeah. So the Funk is, uh, the Funk, Funkoverse ones and some of the Ravensburger ones that are out there, like the Horrifieds, the Back to the Future, that kind of stuff. Goonies. Uh, yeah, the Goonies yeah, one Jurassic is very Park. popular too. I think yeah. that one's Funko. Uh, the Dr- Jurassic Park Danger. Is it Danger Park? Uh, it's That's Ravensburger. 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 Yes. Funko games have been kind of a sleeper thing for me where I'm like, can Funko really make a good board game? I haven't really looked into them too much. So there's a, a Harry Potter one. There's two. There's a Harry Potter base set, and then there's a standalone or expand alone game called Harry Potter 101. Uh, there is a Jurassic Park strategy game, and then an expand alone for that as well. So I guess that's the theme. Hmm. Um, game of Thrones, Batman, Rick and Morty, the Golden Girls, um, the Golden Girls expand alone. Um, Marvel, Back to the Future. There's um, Marvel just expansion that's Thanos. Right. It's kind of crazy. Like these look neat. 
Yeah, I just I haven't looked into any of like the mechanics. Like the characters, oh, they have a um, Agrisuko. That one's pretty cool. Oh, There's man. also a Jaws one. I just saw the Agrisuko one as you were saying it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, oh my god, now I gotta look into these. Oh, actually, I do have some. I have the Godzilla Godzilla Tokyo Clash, and I, they have the Fast Fast and the Furious game. Oh man. There's yeah, a Fast and the Furious one. Yeah, I haven't been paying attention to Funko games. They've been I've been sleeping on them. Is Funko like one of the largest? Like it, the, the the way this company is rapidly expanding, and they're getting out of just the vinyls and doing a bunch of other stuff. It's crazy. Remember, I don't know if they still have it, but there were supposed to be two mobile games and possibly an Xbox game. Really? Yeah, there was one. Was it all Microsoft characters, David, or was it just like um, gaming heroes in general? For for what? There was a Funko video game, wasn't there? I don't remember that. Um, See, I'm just seeing this. Uh, the Goonies never say die. I thought that was a Ravensburger game, and I have so that. It, it looks like it. Yeah, it Raven, totally has like, the same art. Like everything, same like, art uh, and same with um, Back to the Future. Yeah. And, yeah, they all have the same art style. I I think, if- and I wonder if they're, like, trying to bank on that. Yeah, I wonder if they're using the kind of like um, they're kind of using. Well, even Ravensburger, they make puzzles, right? Like that's what they started out is with mm-hmm. puzzles. So if like if you went to like a mind games or something and they have a whole wall of puzzles, guess what? And, you know, ninety percent of them are all from Ra- Ravensburger. Mm-hmm. So what the fact the, that what? sorry, go ahead. Oh, just the fact that like these companies are yeah they're expanding into board games, which you know it's not ter- terribly you know far away from that like from what they already do it's they just need to find a good concept and they already have half the the rights to this stuff so you know. um i was gonna say like when was the last time you bought something made by funko oh we have so many funkos <laughs> we have so many um it's mostly my wife she mostly buys them uh but we have a lot of different series like we have hunter hunter i'm like looking at my like shelf right now and we got like um oh man we got so many avatar uh we have a bunch of stuff from like spider-man and and attack on titan spider-man spider-man yeah that's um that's my wife's favorite superheroes spider-man did you guys order tickets to uh spider-man no way home we have not dude it's selling out everywhere you know what? They're gonna. It's not gonna play just once. We'll yeah, they're gonna play the movie more than once. <laughs> we, we bought tickets for the sixteenth, um, like like opening opening night. So the Thursday nice. night. Um, I was gonna say with Funko, and this is kind of a, a another way to kind of do it. You don't have to just do the board game angle of buying the board games because there are the Funko stuff, but you buy Funko almost without realizing it at some point. It's like I bought an office um, advent calendar but it's all mini Funkos and it's all the office characters. And I'm so excited. Oh, that's That's awesome. That is a lot of fun, but yeah. Even if you're a collector of Funkos, maybe you'd buy the game just to have the Funkos, right? Oh yeah. Funko is just, I remember when they first came out and how everybody was like, Oh, this is kind of stupid. And then you'd end up with one and then you'd end Hmm. up with another one. And I, I remember subscribing to something called nerd block where you'd get one like every month. And I always regretted not buying. Um, there was a supernatural one, and I never watched the show at the time. Right. But they had one where it's like Dean in his car for like uh, ten bucks all the time. 
And now nice. it's like a five hundred dollar Funko. Is it like one of the, like the exclusive ones that you get from like Loot Crate? No, like EB Games. Oh, R. nice. R. Okay. Yeah, like I have a few collectible ones. David and I have the same collectible one. Mm. Oh yeah, and I gave him one of my collectible ones just because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I gave you my Boba Fett. Oh yeah, nice. It's not yeah, in the box friend- anymore. Friendship is the best shit. Yeah, that's fine. I have five <laughs> out of box. Yeah. Whatever. Now, I have a question for you guys. Do you have any like, like it's you know, you know you you know you've had your your holiday dinner, and everybody you know the plates are all cleared away, the table is cleared off, and you're thinking, oh, you know, we don't we're just hanging out. Do you want to like play a game? Is there any any game that that you know you have as a tradition or something that you play like kind of every year? Yes. It's called Close My Eyes and See How Fast I Can Fall Asleep. Nice. That's yeah. a pretty good game. It's it's great. I win every time. <laughs> <laughs> you get that nice little turkey belly and you're just like ready to um, right. I forgot about news. the uh I forgot about the turkey. Yeah, the turkey is definitely Yeah, going to put a hamper on any like after dinner any after dinner games. <laughs> Yeah, it, it really depends because my, my family's more of a like, we'll just chill and watch like a Christmas movie kind of thing. But mm, okay, uh, we've been known to dabble in the past with like games like Crokinole, Crokinole or Shula, which is like a, a long shuffleboard that kind of like goes into like slots. It's um, but not a lot of board games, just like games where you, you can still interact and laugh and have a good time, but not actually like think too hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Like like just like simple, uh, simple card games, things like that. Yeah. That's How about cool. you, David? Um, we don't really play games. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> you make memories. <laughs> Boom. No, yeah, we don't really uh I don't know. Like anytime I I bring a game over or whatnot to play during a family gathering. Um I don't know, I, I guess over the last year or so, people have gotten a little more interested in it. But for the most part, we just sit around, drink, talk, watch Christmas nice. movies, stuff like that. These are all great things to do with your life. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I I think like once you know, um, once I start having a family, as crazy as that sounds, um, I think we're gonna start. You know, I want to make some traditions of my own and incorporate things that you know I like to do. So I think. Uh, like a, a Christmas Eve board game. Ah, Chris, like a Christmas Eve board game. Not like yeah. Christmas, like, you know, or yeah, like not like that evening, like after, you know, Christmas Day or whatever you're, you know, the day before. before mm-hmm. Okay, that that's good. Like you that. know, like you play a game and then watch a Christmas movie, you know. Mm. I don't know, but most of my games are horror based. <laughs> <laughs> we have defeated Cthulhu. Now we shall watch a Christmas story and drink eggnog. So you need to like make your own like um, homebrew <laughs> stuff and make a Krampus. We have to oh, beat Krampus. Yeah, there you go. We could do that. Or the nightmare Kramp- before Krampus. Krampus is um, there's a on Board Game Geek. There's a Krampus expansion, like a homemade expansion for Horrified. So you could like mix that oh, in. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. A horrified expansion with Christmas characters. Yeah. You'd have like Jack the, Frost. The Grinch. The Grinch. Krampus. Um, the um, Grinch. 
<laughs> yeah. Is there any, uh, the, uh, Tiny abominable, the abominable snowman from, uh, Oh yeah. 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 We could do the abominable snowman. Uh, we could do, you could do the, um, you would do Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Scrooge. Yep. Uh, I, I yeah. don't like that you didn't laugh at my my Tiny Tim joke, and I'm really sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, here we go. You know, Ravensburg, pick this up. You know, make a, a horrified Christmas edition. Uh, what could they call it? Instead of Christmas edition, they could call it like horrified winter frost. About Christmasified. Oh, no, no. or not. No. <laughs> no, I think David is closer. Maybe not winterified but like a deep chill or oh yeah, Ooh, yeah that's good i like that yeah i mean that's why i'm here man i just pitch board games like it's my job you, you know got, you, you know the we ideas come, we come up with some pretty good ideas every almost every episode would you guys want to do a christmas game brainstorm <laughs> we have a chance did. i think we just did no no we just expanded on a game that already exists well that's our brainstorm last time was a game expansion on a game that already exists we just made it our own that's fair. Actually, uh, no, we, not really. Do we want to do we want to save the brainstorm for a Christmas game themed episode? Yeah, sure. We can definitely do that. Okay. Which means, guys, that Owen wants the episode to end, so you guys can blame <laughs> what? our, our <laughs> randomly not yep. good friend anymore, yeah, Owen. Yeah. I Ooh, never want the episode. Guess who's end. getting a guess who's getting for Christmas a a board game. But that is being soaked and now dried. Not even sleep. <laughs> it's just so all now. The, it's all now wrinkly. all the cards are like kind of wrinkly. The cardboard tokens are like starting to peel and they're starting to curl. All oh, Owen, may all of your game tiles forever be bad. Humbug. <laughs> oh, actually, David, I think we can make it one step better. So you just like spritz it with a spray bottle instead of soaking it just to get like those water dots and bubbles uh, and then seal them in sleeves. <laughs> and like, yeah, you like melt the plastic. So no, 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 you got to sprinkle a little bit of Cheeto dust on those oh, so that yeah. they dry. <laughs> then seal it. But then just to make sure that like they're sealed correctly, instead of just using a heat gun to get the shrink nice on there, you throw them in the oven. You guys are, you guys are monsters. <laughs> so, Actually, I do have a, a, a funny, a funny little tale about dropping a full glass of water on a brand new board game, and it was. Oh. I was playing. It was the first time my wife and I played Everdell, and we got like the game set up, and we were about to play, and there was nothing was sleeved, and I had this massive glass of water, knocked it over the entire board on all the cards. Everything was soaked. It was awful. It was the worst. Uh Oh, well, it was fine. It was fine. We like laid all the cards out to dry and it was all right. Oh, and I'm sorry to hear that Everdell almost didn't make it. That is uh, really ended our episode on a sad note. It's fine. Okay. I'm going to go to bed worried about your board game tonight. Just so you know. It's okay. It happened a long time ago. I've had time to get over it. Your little squirrel workers. Will never be the same. They're all soggy. They're all they're all warped and bent. They look weird. They look freaky. Yo, can we play Everdell soon? I think that'd be fun. Yeah, if you guys, uh, hey, if you got time over the holidays, we can set it up on TTS. Yeah, I got time. Hell yeah, David's doing nothing with his life right now. So, uh, well, <laughs> I'm super busy for the next like three weeks, but uh, everything is being taken 
on the 17th of December. So mm. I'm literally literally going to be sleeping on an air mattress for two weeks and uh, out of like a, a suitcase in my own apartment. So nice. I'm going to have, um, I'm going to have an internet connection. My laptop will be golden. Yeah. That's what most bachelors need. So I think it's fine. That's all you need. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> what is she moving and you're staying in London? No. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna wave on the way out you're like so long suck down <laughs> yeah as you leave at 6 a.m to try and make it there at a decent time the next day you know what i i, I we i don't know i don't know what time we're gonna leave at i'll just be standing at the you know exiting london sign just waving <laughs> waving you off with my little <laughs> handkerchief don't do what i did when i left my toronto apartment i like okay so story time um, we, we, we moved separately. So, uh, my other half left two months before, cause she started a new job and we had to give her 60 days notice. And I turned it into an absolute party pad for a month and a half. Like David came down for a few days. We yeah, it was great. Costco for the first time. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, but with two weeks to go, like I had to, unfortunately, actually it was about three weeks ago, the pandemic hit, <laughs> which meant all possible help I could have had to move this apartment disappeared. Oh no. Couldn't rent anything. So there was me thinking I made in the shade, going to pack everything up, throw it in a, like a moving van or a truck and just call it and clean up and go. Right. I had to move over like a three week period and I just did it every night. Like it would be like, I'd go to work and then on my days off, I would drive first thing in the morning, unload the vehicle, come back, load it up again and do it twice. Like I would drive to and from Toronto twice a day on my days off. It was a lot. Did you have like, just like a regular size car? Or was it like, no, I I have a, I have a fairly decent sized SUV. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the, the problem is though, you get down to that last week and you have like, you know, the little piles of stuff like, Oh my God, that's fragile. Oh my God. I need this TV. I need my internet. I need these things. Right. Like I need my items. I didn't really go hard on the cleaning and the removing of some furniture until like two or three days left. And I did that all by myself. And I had to wait because I was apparently the last like move out appointment at one o'clock on my, like the day I chose to move out. And they took the longest time to inspect the apartment. And because of COVID, they were like, you don't, you can't be in here. Those motherfuckers charged me for something. (laughs) Wait, hold on. They, they have to inspect the apartment while you're still there. Yeah. And this was the apartment that had all the roaches in it. Is that a thing? Like, is that normal everywhere? They, yeah, they will, they'll inspect it for like, if you're like places trash and they have to fix it, they're going to, charge you right because you get your deposit back right when you play first and last well no that last is about that that's how that works is your last rent is they can't take a deposit anymore the government changed that many many years ago no but they can charge you and not tell you and then you find out because you've gone to collections oh and like (laughs) i knew what i broke david i think you were there when i did it Mm -hmm. I, i broke a lampshade like one of the yeah like if we, the, this it was like it with the, a broom or something, wasn't it? He was swinging it around like a lightsaber. <laughs> no, um, there was this very low light hanging in our dining room. And like my head, I'm not the tallest. I'm like 5'10". My head could touch it if I stood up fast enough. And you know, like with that momentum. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, they charged me for it. And I told them, I was like, I'll pay for it. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. You had $150 in key fobs. You return the key fobs. We'll just take it out of that. No, they took me to collections for like $75. Oh but God. they didn't give me my money back. I was like, you sons of bitches. But they can't charge you for like general wear and tear on, on your your apartment. No, they can't. Right, but like, like, it's funny because when we moved in, it was a brand new kitchen and stuff. But I had to take apart part of the counter to put like roach bait down. Right. I was like, this is on you guys. Like they're everywhere. And it's because you sprayed down the hall. This is 100% your fault. Right. (laughs) But like my current apartment, I moved into it and the floors were all like banged up and stuff. So who knows? But I'm sure our listeners didn't want to hear that. They want to hear about board games and Christmas and they want to hear our brainstorms next week. Maybe what we'll do is we'll do something fun on our final episode of the, the, uh, the 2021 calendar year we'll uh we'll do multiple brainstorms we'll like maybe pick different categories we'll do fishbowl games do you want to do that that'll be oh fun. that'd be fun yeah we'll pick like a genre style we'll we'll make stuff up as we go but we want you guys to definitely follow us on all your favorite social medias uh your favorite podcatcher um you know what show us some love we love you guys we want you to love us too but for myself for david me he's so cool (laughs) and our exceptionally good friend sometimes owen you can't be like changing that all willy-nilly like that he's he's cool he's cool boy right now he is cool boy oh i'm okay i'm a good friend fine let me let me redo this and our friend owen oh okay that's perfect that is i am completely happy with that you know what thank you and i i just want to say good night. Having, having a great time. <laughs> Loving it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on our next game.